Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef. That's a broadcast. It's on TV. Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. I'm your host, Jamal. With me is Reeves. Hello. We're here. The finale. We made it. We all and survived. Reeves. I'm sorry. And Reeves co-host, Brian. Uh, I got to clip my throat. <clears> throat. Hello. We made it. We're at the finale. We survived. And it's kind of... It's almost like an allegory for the rest of the world as COVID begins to end and the world opens back up. So does Top Chef end and send all those chefs back into the open, you know, back into the wild, wild blue yonder. So if you're listening and wondering why Brian took such a liberty in (laughs) saying so much at the opening there when he just had to say hello, it's because we don't have a guest. So Brian is feeling like he's got to fill up the airtime. And we appreciate that, Brian. I well, I do that when even that. as a guest, too. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You do. Um, and if you're wondering about those train sounds in the background, Brian does have a soundboard, and he's going to like plug in some cool noises. We're kind of trying out this whole like you know early morning DJ kind of character yep. thing. So you might hear more of those at weird moments. And if you hate them, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts uh, and subscribe to the podcast. And we'd love to hear um, how you feel about these uh, soundboards that Brian's using. Um, but we are here. What? No, do it. Leave a review. Not a negative one about you don't like the soundboards. I've worked hard on the soundboards. Well, it could be a positive one. Don't just assume it's negative. It could be positive. They might have something nice to say about your soundboards. Reeves said if you don't like it, go and leave a, let us know. Yeah, and you know what? No one has said anything, which means the show is flawless. Yep. Everyone yeah. likes everything, everything we do. That we do. Yeah. They haven't listened to a single episode where they were like, <laughs> oh, that part sucked, or I didn't like when that person said yeah. that thing, or anything like that. Everything is yeah. good. And if anything, we've gotten a couple more five star reviews without actually, you know, anyone writing anything. So, yeah. Oh, really? Good. That's true. And if yeah. we were doing something bad, people could easily just go and write a review and they haven't, which means we are doing. Just, I mean, we figured out podcasting, I think, um, to a T. So, yeah, it means uh, that people like what we do. Everything is great, whether it mm-hmm. be forgetting the contestants' names and not saying them correctly. Yep. Uh, forgetting who the judges are. Yep. Um, very sexually explicit talk at the beginning of an episode. <laughs> people apparently <laughs> love that too. Yeah. Yep. People love that. People like having guests on that have never seen the show and mm-hmm. seem to not even like the show when they watched <laughs> the yeah. first episode of it. They thought that was cool and that was good. I thought people yes. liked Top Chef. I don't apparently no one watched Top Chef <laughs> that we know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's uh, more the daytime TV crowd that's up at night likes Top Chef. They like watch okay. it the next day and they're like, "Oh, Top Chef." That's when I watch it. Yeah, that's when I watch it. I'm a daytime TV guy. I watch this episode a, at 6 a.m. this morning. I'm a Nielsen family member. Let me tell you that. You Wait, you're a member of the Nielsen family? 
Yes, you, you I'm get in that money. family. You get that yeah, money? Yeah. Filling oh, out those God. forms? Not only am I filling out the forms, I'm shaping TV for America. <laughs> <laughs> Jabal's the reason why we had to watch Big Bang Theory for 25 seasons. He just keeps saying, yeah. yes, more. More. Could it, could it be funnier? No. Yeah. He, he said, you, he he said bring in Blossom. It. Yeah. Bring Blossom bring on the Blossom show. In. Let's see where this began. Let's see him when and he then, was younger. I was also the guy who said, give what's your name from um, Big Bang Theory her own spinoff. Bloss- give Blossom her own show. Call yeah, it Blossom. Blossom. Call it Blossom. <laughs> he retroactively made Blossom happen. And that why and that's why jo- Joey? Is it Joey calls him and he says, Whoa, thank you. Yes. Is it Joey from Blossom? Yeah, it's also Joey, Joey from Friends. Joey from mm-hmm. Friends says, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's his that's his most notorious line from Friends. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And then Chandler often always says, um, "He goes, we were on a break." Yeah, that's what Chandler says. <laughs> that's what Chandler says. Mm-hmm. Ross always says, "How you doing?" Yeah, um, and Rachel says, "That's what she said." You know, <laughs> my favorite show. <laughs> and then Phoebe is Seinfeld. So mm-hmm. this—it's so good to be able to do this podcast and do these bits, knowing that they're perfect. Because if someone didn't like them, they could just go write a review yeah. saying how much they don't like this, and please stop doing it. But no one's doing that. So we would clearly, immediately stop. <laughs> we would stop the second we had to read a review like that. We'd say, "Okay, feedback heard, listened, and it's going to be implemented in the next episode." But we're not getting that, so we're doing great. So. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. speaking of doing great, uh, Tom dropped off our report cards. Okay. I didn't see Tom. Yeah, I didn't. No, no, I did. He was dressed like, um, because it's 4th of July, the weekend, he was dressed like Uncle Sam, but mm. he had sparklers Is in that? each hand. Okay. No, he had sparklers in each hand, and he just had... Um, the report cards around his neck and I had to like rip them off of a string to get them. And he was like, happy independence day. And then he said, kind of like your second independence day. Huh? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you know, Juneteenth. And I was like, okay. Did he wish you a happy Juneteenth? Oh, no. no, he didn't. <laughs> was I supposed to? <laughs> um, I think you were. I know. I, 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 on, on June 19th, I Googled, should I wish people <laughs> happy Juneteenth? And most of the things said, no. <laughs> well, you should have said it. I should have at least gotten like a Venmo payment. Um, I didn't get anything. so I'm, That I should have done. I That's am true. looking at my white friends now a little side eye because I, I got nothing. I didn't get a card. I didn't get like a, you know, how like on your birthday, your mom gives you like 20 bucks or like something. I didn't get anything on Juneteenth when it's kind of like, what's the point of being free if I'm not, if it's not going to come with perks? Um, mm-hmm. But it's fine. I'll remember. I remember. Um, black people have a uh, memory like elephants. We remember every wrongdoing. So here's, here's a question. You know how on your birthday you can get like a free Sunday at Dairy Queen? Yes. What's the Juneteenth version of that? I think you it's your it's tax free day in Texas, right? I think on Juneteenth, if you're black and you go shopping, it's tax free. Is that real? No, but it should be, right? It should be. <laughs> it sounds Texas. natural, doesn't it? It does yeah. sound natural, right? It should be tax-free day for black people all across Texas. And, I mean, that's a win-win. It boosts up Texas economy, and also black people are, like, getting discounted goods. Yeah, and I feel like 
I don't know how many Texas listeners we have. I feel like they maybe don't support paying taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they don't. They They might be happy about people not. I mean, again, if people disagree with what, you know, we got some Texans that are listeners, they're more than willing to write in a review and say like that. They don't say accurate things about Texans. And then I will read that on the podcast and I will make fun of you probably. Yeah. (laughs) So that's a reason to do it. So, yeah. So write a review. Uh, But yeah, got got the report cards from Tom. Um, they're long, like this is a big batch. I thought they were going to be small, but this is a long list that he has here for us. There are 10 categories that he rated us on for this season. And it's all of us together. He's rating us all of us together, but we all have our own grades. Okay. Okay. He kept it very short and sweet. And he kind of, in every comment section, he said, decipher it yourselves okay okay i was like okay so it's sort of like a montessori situation then yes it is very much montessorian a lot of like pictures and stuff like that for actual grades a lot of letters a lot of pictures Mm -hmm. um he did put in a jesus raptor on one of these so yeah so you guys just why don't we just get into this um and I'm sure it'll spark debate. Yeah, um, let's do it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm ready. I need to know if I need to go on the ski trip or not because it is yeah. hot. I need to go yeah. on a ski trip, baby. It's hot. <laughs> uh, it's 90 degrees, baby. It's hot. I need to go I on just, a ski trip. I was just unclear just where, like, you kept saying I'm going to go on a ski trip. And <laughs> if I did well, I don't. I just. Where are you going to go now? I'm where's sure there's cold, some baby. Place. Where's, where's okay. cold? Yeah, I mean, Big I'm Bay sure. or Mountain, Pennsylvania. Okay, uh, you're going to. I don't know if it's there's going to be any skiing in Pennsylvania. Don't they make the snow? <laughs> okay, and they now do? this is like <clears throat> this is like telling someone that wrestling's fake. Don't do that. Yeah. No, we know that it is, but it's still real to me. You guys seen that video? It's one of my favorite K-fabe. things ever. Yeah, it's one a solid of my video. Favorite things I've ever seen. I don't ever want to see anything like this again. First category from Tom is hosting. Well, this was just you, so. That's what you think, right? But it's not. See, this it's thoughts like that, which is why you're third chair. Just want you to know. <laughs> so hosting, he gave me an A. Okay. Wow. An automatic. That's nice. Gave Reeves a B. Okay. That feels about right. And he gave Brian a C. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Any thoughts on our grades so far? I mean, ain't that yet? He didn't fail you. No, he didn't fail me. Uh, did I fail myself? <laughs> <laughs> well, the C is not failing. It's not bad. It's average. Yeah, yeah that's average. No, and that's since when good did average me. become bad? Ugh, my therapist says it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounded uh. sexual. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> That's what she said, right? Rachel from Friends. Brian is the same therapist as Tony Soprano. Mm. Oh, also, uh, this episode of this uh, season finale is brought to you by the young Soprano, the young Tony Soprano uh, show that's coming on HBO. Kings of Newark or something. Hey, remember we had one ad randomly? You guys remember that? (laughs) I do remember that. 
I remember it. It's probably why I got an A in hosting. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. There was a lot of work, I feel like, that went into the ad. I feel like the issue with it, it was good, is that it came at the wrong episode. <laughs> mm. <laughs> because I remember there was another point in that episode where I also had something that I had kind of worked on and I cut it in the moment because I felt like it wasn't going to work in the episode. <laughs> Because the tone comedically was just, you know, well, not necessarily. Maybe the speed of the episode was a little bit different. So I was like, uh, well, we have another uh, ad. Ooh. If you want to run it. Maybe next week. <laughs> if we're yeah. Doing, maybe we're we should, already doing okay. report card. We should maybe. Okay. Well, it. can I just at least tell you the product? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the first letter of it. B. All right. Give me the second letter of it. A. And the last letter. Of the entire thing or just of the first word? <laughs> first word. Why? B-A-Y. B-A-Y. Some well, that's the last body. letter. It doesn't mean that there's not other letters in between there. Barry. Is it about the show Barry on HBO? Yeah, Barry Season 3 coming out soon. Oh, no. man. So We didn't get the Barry ad? It's no, so we did good. not get the Barry ad. We did get something. I think it's kind of related to like HBO a little bit. Okay, let's hear it. It's baby daddy condoms. Okay. Okay, and that's a teaser for it. When we get to it, <laughs> future episodes, you'll know when we were kind of running out of stuff. <laughs> when we we hit that in one of your the future episodes coming up. Because listen, we got a lot of stuff we got. We got to fill some time. Yeah, Our the listeners show's maybe, over. The people might be thinking we're gonna do Top Chef amateurs. We're not. That shit looks like it sucks. So we're not. <laughs> they they put that episode directly at the end of this season finale, and I was like, I'm not watching this. This is this looks like garbage. So yeah. we're gonna go back and you know watch old stuff, which is better. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, so let's keep going. Next category is guest booked. Mm, okay. okay. All right. Well, Jamal got an A. Okay, well, that's uh, pretty, pretty cool. Um, Reeves got a W for withdrew. Thank you. That makes sense. And Brian got a C. Oh. I did a good job. Well, defend your C. Defend my C. Who did you get on the show this, this season? I booked, oh gosh, let's see. One person I booked canceled. Uh, <laughs> I booked more than one person. Who else did I book? I think you got maybe two or three, right? Sebastian Canelli. I booked Sebastian Canelli, which yeah. people, that's a big episode. Uh-huh. Big episode. Solid episode. Solid episode. That's the episode and I was referring to. Nicole. Earlier. Nicole? Oh, crap. No. I the wrong name. No, Do you mean it was Monique? Nicole. It was Monique. Oh, Monique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I booked uh, someone who canceled, who I was supposed to reschedule, and I haven't done it. That's right. Okay, so that's probably why you got a C. Mm-hmm. Fine, I'll take my C, whatever. It says comma could have been more people. Yeah, mm. it could have been more people, but I didn't want you to book my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I did. <laughs> and uh, that's why I got a name. I didn't uh, book let's... my friends because they're already on the show hosting the show. So and I can't. That's... Rebooked that's, them. Why, yeah. that's, that's the sweetest thing that's ever been said on this podcast, yep. and that almost breaks the rules that Tom told us in episode one. Yeah. We're just not falling in love. <laughs> I'm not falling in love. Um, next category is bits, mm. and this one is always interesting because mm. it's kind of like Tom plays favorites with this. I feel like okay. um, 
It's about who he likes. Brian, you've gotten a bad. Notoriously, Brian, you and I think have gotten bad grades on this. Um, so let's go through this. So my grade is an F plus. An F plus. That which seems is harsh. interesting that he decided to bring the plus into play here with the grades because before it was just standard A B yeah. C. Yeah. And now he's saying F plus. So I'm at the highest end of failing. Okay. Maybe that's what he wanted to tell you that it was like, yeah. yes, you are failing, but you're getting close to getting you're over getting that. You're getting closer all. to get a D yeah. so you can actually pass. Yeah. Can I? So, and this could be because I get high a lot. Wouldn't the most failing be the worst? The highest level of failing be the actual worst you could do because it's So I guess failing. that would be an F minus though. That's the highest level of failing. But the highest lower on the on the um But I'm saying like scale. F plus would be like you're it's a good F and to be good at F is fail I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's move on. I, I think I know I what I think I know <laughs> okay. what you so mean. Brian I still think you should I think it. we should just jump to what Brian got in bits <laughs> because yes. I think that bit he just did explains this grade. No, that wasn't a bit, got, that was serious. He no, got an F plus plus. So that's very bad. But that, yeah. or does that mean that you are at the top tier? You're closer, like you're at. I don't know what the percentage would be at this point. What is it? Fifty nine percent. You're you're closer to getting a to sixty. A yeah, you're like you're at. You, it feels like with an F plus plus, you're at like fifty nine point eight, and I'm at fifty nine point zero, and I've mm. got that whole tenth of a squ- a section to go. Well, yeah. then who did good? People like our podcast. Reed's got, got an A. Reed's got an A. Oh no. Oh no. Reeves got an A for his bits. Oh man. Tom loves well, Reeves bits. That sounds right. Listen, I put a lot of effort in oh, did you guys hear that? Oh, there's a big firework. I heard that one. Very scary. My little chef's gonna be so upset about that. <laughs> um he only celebrates Bastille Day. Um I work very hard on my bits and nothing else for the show. So mm-hmm. I am glad to see that pay off. It shows. Yeah. Uh, so let's go on to attendance. And I good. Think- I'm glad this came up. I was hoping this was going to come up. <laughs> so and normally you're not graded on it. It's something that's like you know. A, I don't know. Tom put for- a comment here that said 40 percent of your grade. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I've had a college professor like that. <laughs> just showing so, up is 40 percent. Yeah. He said, you just show up, you'll get a D. Um, <laughs> so I got an A+. I've made all the records. Reeves missed one. He got a B-. Minus, and okay. Brian, um, I think Tom put into account how many times not only you missed, but also had to reschedule. And he <laughs> That's right. Look, those have been very recent. I've got senioritis <laughs> that I keep having, and I want to go to the park. I don't want to yeah. do a recording. I've got senioritis. We did the senior field day, and I went to Six Flags. Mm-hmm. He drank too much. Mm-hmm. I'm run through the halls of your high Look, school. I just moved, okay? My life is in complete chaos right now. I did a pilot, which you guys didn't wa- No, Jamal watched. He didn't I watch watched, it. I haven't watched it. I'll watch it at some point. I um, That's fair. Next That's fair. category is called likability. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> just don't tell me uh, mine. Can we all withdraw from that? Because there's no way... <laughs> Uh, I got no an way. F. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Reeves got a. Well, I got an F that says friggin' likable. Oh. Uh, Reeves, Reeves got a B, as yeah. in because you're likable. And uh, Brian got a C. 
Because I'm likable? No, there's nothing up to yours. It just says C. The only person that didn't like me of our guests was Casey. Everyone else liked me. I think Casey liked you. I don't know. Maybe that's what the C is for. Maybe the C is for Casey. You don't think who liked me? Any of the other ones. Uh, No, I'm kidding. Especially my wife when she was on. No, I, I'm trying to think of any guests that may, I think they all liked us. I think of anything, maybe Harold didn't like us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Harold definitely liked Jamal. So that's about it. I'm though. friggin' likable. Mm-hmm. Um, next category is I don't understand this category. He just put chefs I prepared for you. <laughs> so I don't know if he's mm-hmm. like, if he's like grading us on what we cooked. That's or what, what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah um, so I got a B. Mm-hmm. Reeves got an A, and oh, Brian, yeah. you got a C. Okay, it's a pattern here. <laughs> What's the pattern? Yeah. Then I'm getting all Cs. Yep. <laughs> okay, that's what I was seeing, too. And I don't... Listen, I think you're doing a great job. I think Tom just kind of... He, I think he's got a bit of an issue with you. I don't know, maybe yeah. it's like a... Just, uh, you you know, and we're going to get into this in the episode. I think Tom just, he finds people that he likes, and it's very hard to break him out of that. If he, yeah, he ever like since it. he saw you. Hmm. I spent money, he, he should like me more. I spent money I at his restaurant. Should. I know. A lot I know of money. He kind of gave you the cold shoulder, though. And the, yeah. I'll tell you what, he, he wants to grade me like shit. The fish sucked when I went there. <laughs> oh, shit. It's fucking real. I didn't talk about it on the episode because I was being nice. It was horrible. It had no flavor to it at all. It tasted like fish in water. I had to add salt to it. I don't do that. I don't add salt to things. Now, okay. <laughs> I haven't tried this fish. But I will. I, I mean, listen, I, I'm not one to back up Tom on this. We've, we have kind of painted him as a bit of a villain on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe also a racist. But, <laughs> you know, shouldn't fish taste kind of fishy? I think it I didn't. Know which, oh, it didn't taste. Okay. It tasted like it was boiled in water, like just regular water, hmm. and it was like wet and it's probably not rose good. Hip water. Interesting. I boiled it in rosehip water or something. No, fancy. It had no flavor. It maybe because I ate it the wrong way. How'd you eat it? Well, <laughs> I'm reminded of a story once when I talked about eating something wrong. Okay, I thought that might come out. <laughs> and I think people didn't like that. People said that it was too long. <laughs> so I'll tell you how I ate it, and this will be quick. <laughs> and this was that I threw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do this thing sometimes where you get food and you just kind of like sniff it. And then if you don't like it, it's kind of like a cat. You just kind of like put your paw up and then you just kind of slowly push the tray to the ground. And this, in this case, it's like a plate that you knock over and then you kind of just stare at it like a cat. Just kind of despond yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my and wife like, and the servers are like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just doing it slowly, slowly. And then you know Brian feels good about himself if he starts licking his side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With my sandpaper tongue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Any more grades or is that it? Is there no, there's like- more grades. Oh, sweet. The next section, uh, the next category is called Ad Film, D-Bone, or Send Home. And this is one and, section. Yeah, this is one section. Okay. And he put Jamal, Send Home, 
Oh, um, okay. Reeves add foam, Brian right. D bone. Yeah, okay. I mean that's that is what we got a lot. That Did is he explain what we got a lot. his his answers? Um, he said sending home Jamal. Um, for obvious reasons. I don't know what that means. Um, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to go. Yeah. He said adding foam to Reeves so that he can float to the surface because mm. he's my little baby boy. Um, and then he said, I'm, <laughs> he said, I'm deboning Brian because uh, what's this say here? He wrote this in. I got to copy and paste this, but this to Google Translate. I don't know what Uh-oh. this is. It's like in like a different language. Okay. Yeah, it looks like it's Russian. So let me just copy and paste this and put it in. Paste this in. Uh, it says deboning Brian because he came to my restaurant and talked shit and forced me to take a photo with him. I wasn't even looking at the camera when they clicked. I hope I looked good. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't just put that why? in English. Put that, yeah. yeah. It seems like a weird. Maybe he just didn't want you to know, but he needed to get that out there. So it was like one of those things where it's like he wrote it, you know, like writing an email, a draft email, but you don't send it. And he was like, yeah. oh, I'll just code it. And that way you don't actually get it. But you know that you could just like Google Translate and figure it out. Um, the next two sections are good ones. Um, I think they're ones for us to grow on. Um, the next. A topic. The next category is female guest booked. Uh-oh. Um, Jamal got an F. Um, Reeves got an A. Brian got an A. <laughs> okay. So I think we all have something to grow from <laughs> on this section. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, listen, we should have more women in the podcast. That's true. Um, it's, yeah. That's, I think that's well, you booked Annie bad. and Eva, didn't you? Yeah, I, I think um, he's holding that against me because they're my friends. I think that's what the F is for. Uh, I know okay. booked my friends. Okay. I didn't book okay. anyone else who wasn't. So mm-hmm. it is what it is, you know. Um, the next category is female listeners influence to keep listening. Um, <laughs> I got an F minus. Mm. Uh, Reeves got an A. And Brian got a C. I and I have a before we get into Brian C. Uh, <laughs> did he by any chance grade the guests at all on that? <laughs> Either or was it just it's just the three of us? It's just the three of us. Okay. He did write a note here that says if Reeves tries and gets uh, if Reeves tries to get uppity and ask if I'm grading the guests <laughs> who may have said something about that would have made listeners not interested. It's your job as hosts to turn the tide and make them want to keep listening. Mm. Mm. So, mm-hmm. okay. So it's on us, I guess, eventually at the end of the day, yeah. uh, last category. Is called, that's true. Yeah. Wait, so last, I got to see, you got to see last category is show prep. <laughs> Shoda show prep. Oh, show prep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, sure. I got an F. Hmm. Uh, followed by an A. Okay. Followed by an N. Followed by a T. Followed by an mm. Astic. Fantastic. I got a oh, fantastic. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Reeves got an A. That's Brian. Crazy. What do you think you got? So here's here here are my <laughs> thoughts on that. Before you reveal my grade on show prep, my value is in post show. That's true. I'm the editor. I'm the one in there spending late nights 
grinding on the keyboard and mouse, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm in there in audacity. I'm putting in speaking of your commercial that you did a couple episodes ago. Yep. It had music behind it. And was that there when you did it? When you recorded the bu- no, someone added that. That was me. That was post guy. I'm in mm-hmm. the little post. I'm like Shaquille O'Neal this podcast. I'm in the post. Mm-hmm. Akeem Olajuwon. I got the dream shake. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think we already did assign you a player, and I think it was Dwight Howard. Yeah. Which, I mean, in I... In the post he, still. He, in the post. He, yeah, yeah. He won a mm-hmm. ring, you know. You Superman. Know. Okay. So you've done all this. Would you like to hear your grade? Yes. You got an A. All right. So let's move <sighs> on to... Uh, uh, wait, am I going on a ski team? trip? <laughs> I don't know. You got a bunch of C's and two A's. It's so, so hot. I need to go on a ski trip. I think you need You're to just going. go, man. You're sweating really hard. And I mean, it looks like there's no AC. I mean, if anything... It, do you have the oven on? It looks like I do you, actually. You should turn that. It's gonna make it so much hotter, so much hotter in yeah. your place. Yeah, I think that's what I Is should. That your do. sous chef behind you? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I need to go on a ski trip. <laughs> All right. Well, you. Pro- <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can you move on. <laughs> Let's do chefs I prepared for you. Mm. Uh, everyone knows this is the segment we do where we talk about what we had for dinner last night, like we're presenting it to the judges. Uh, chefs I prepared for you: smoked chipotle seasoned chicken thighs, sweet potatoes, and sautéed spinach. Can I just say I've had a bad batch of sweet potatoes recently? Uh-uh. Where do you had, get your sweet potatoes from? Uh, so I tried to get them from Whole Foods. I tried to switch up. I normally get them from Streets Market up the street from where I live. I tried to get them from Whole Foods, and while they are ginormous from Whole Foods, mm-hmm. the ones that got picked for me were because I got I got them delivered. The ones that got picked for me, they were hollow on the inside. They were rotten. Ooh, so hollow I, on the inside. Yeah, like filled with uh, pockets of, of air and like pockets of holes, which means they're past their prime. So what's the return policy at Whole Foods? Well, I'm not returning. Mm. I, I, you can only find out after you've cut into them. Right. So I can't return it. So I was just devastated. So I went to my um, tried and true and got myself new sweet potatoes today. Are we not in sweet potato season? Is that maybe the issue? I don't know. I feel like tubers are always in season because they're underground. Is that true? That's a good And point. are they tubers? I think they are tumors. Um <laughs> They do. It's not a tumor. Yeah. It's not a tuber. There's uh, this. The seasons Arnold. don't change underground, do they? That's all. The no, same. they don't. And Unless you're in into... the tundra, in which case the ground freezes. Yes. Ski trip. Yes, yeah, ski trip. Gotta go on it. Okay, I got my Uber Eats up now. <laughs> <laughs> Chefs, I prepared for you. <sighs> Chefs, I prepared for you. Uh, we got little cocos. Last night, I had my wife got a lobster ravioli, and I had some gnocchi, and we had Holy some prosciutto crap. along with it, which is my favorite thing in the world. And lobster I tried ravioli. to eat it with my fingers um, at first, like, like Tony Soprano, like, like just Tony like Soprano. Tony, like, yeah, just like <laughs> young Tony Soprano, uh, the king of Staten Island. Um, <laughs> that's a crossover. I hope that it's, I'm writing that now. <laughs> um, yeah, I ate it with my hands like a monster, and I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> Especially if other people are gonna eat it. It was it was good. Hit the spot. They're just giving you like 
fresh cut prosciutto when you get it like that like it's just like here you go like a deli like in paper we had to order it it was like um it was a an appetizer along with it but it, it came in like a really big plastic bowl where they just like plopped a bit on top of it and i was just picking okay. it out with my hands like a monster that's what you're supposed to do with yeah, prosciutto. Nice. And i had like a panic attack <laughs> the ducks the so ducks are gone the, the ducks are gone <laughs> Where are the ducks? Hey guys, come I, here. Look at the ducks. I hope so much that in the I'm really excited for the prequel, but I hope it like there's some kind of duck thing. Like he sees a duck at some point, and, it's just, and, he's, and everyone's like, huh, huh? <laughs> it's like a wink <laughs> at the audience. Just yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I hope it's like Solo, where they explain a bunch of things I don't give a shit about. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part of prequels. Anyway, that's that's what I had last night. Very tasty. Sounds good. Uh, all right, chefs. Last night I prepared for you uh, Thai food from Montclair, this place that we tried. Uh, in Jer- we're in Jersey now. People didn't know, and we uh, we love Thai food so much. It's so good. And we got uh, a little drunken noodle action, a little pad Thai action. I really like that kind of food. The the drunken noodle, the noodles was really like they're really wide and like gummy and chewy, and they're just so good. It's a, it's amazing. It's I've, had drunken, I've had drunken noodle once. It was very spicy. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like the kick. Here's a question: Does it make your tum tum hurt afterwards? Not usually. Okay, that's a me because because of the spice. Yeah, I think the spice and there's just so much oil and everything going on with it. I get a little bit of a tummy ache afterwards, hmm. um, but it is delicious. I do like the texture of those noodles. We we tried a place like last week that it was like sweet potato versions of that, and it wasn't good. I don't know why they did that. What? Jamal. A sweet potato version of drunken noodles? Of like, yeah, of like the wide drunken noodle noodles. Well, yeah, they're completely different texture. Yeah, it was really that. weird. It was the place that was closest to us. And when my wife picked up the food, the guy said, thank you for ordering so much food. And then he <laughs> gave her two free Thai iced teas, which also <laughs> weren't good. Oh, man. <laughs> so we're not going to go back. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. They probably like loved you. They're like, oh, my God, we got business. That is similar when, uh, when last week when Carrie said that my worst food uh, – Thing is ordering two meals. That's probably why. Thanks for ordering so much. Food. <laughs> he was like dropping out the food. He was like trying to look inside. He was like, "Are you guys having like a family get together or something? You got a, a party going on in here?" And you're like, "You're like just a crack through the door." You're like, "No, no, no! Like, just, just give me that." <laughs> Brian's like, "Yeah, yeah. Everyone's, everyone's a comedian. Give me the food." Yeah. <laughs> That's what we had. Mm, sounds all nice. right. Now you kind of got me in the mood to get pad to you. Most places close in 15 minutes, so I'm going to have to get it for lunch tomorrow. It's late. We're doing a late record, folks. Mm. Maybe in New Jersey, not here in the heart of the city. That's right. We are in the suburbs now. Things close early. Yeah, that's right. You got to get your shit done by 9 p.m. And I, I brought that up to Carrie, and I was like, all these restaurants close early. And she's like, we shouldn't be ordering dinner at 10 p.m. anyway. And to that I say, she's right. Uh, know your role and shut your mouth. <laughs> All right, so we're at what forty-four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
and that won't make the record, I bet. That might <laughs> throw. <laughs> uh, well, uh, don't really have any good segues, so just say we'll be right back after this. Talk about the finale. Yeah. We're back. Season 18, episode 14, the finale. Let's get into it. I really think that this finale was drawn up from the mind of um, Dale. I think Dale just said, I want 12 plates of food. Mm-hmm. Um, because all they had to do was make their best four-course progressive meal of their lives. There's no quick fire elimination, nothing. It's just the elimination challenge itself. And all they had to do was make four courses. And we're going to get into it. We're going to get into who did these courses right and who did them wrong. Yeah. Who finished their food, who didn't. Who plated their food who didn't i like that they do the finale this way um and that there's i I guess the only element of that's kind of like throwing uh making it a little bit more difficult is like the drawing the knives to select who's going to be your sous chef um but i think all three the people that they could have select selected were good everyone seemed to get the people that they wanted so I think it kind of worked out. So it, it, yeah. it ends up just being a challenge that's just like cook the best meal of your life, which is like kind of what you want to see in the finale, because then it really is yeah. like a fair, even field for everyone yep. to compete on. Yeah. And I feel like they picked the three people to come back who would have actually work in this scenario, because I don't think Sarah would want to help anyone but Gabe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think like you wouldn't want to bring back Roscoe, who really wasn't on the show and would, like who? throw a wrench. Who? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Who is because it would throw a wrench in the show of like this person who's kind of cold, doesn't have any kind of chemistry with the contestants, is now back in the show on the finale helping someone cook. I do like but it when works they, out when they bring more than the, the than what's required though, so that some people just get sent home. Like I feel like <laughs> Yeah, in one of the seasons we watched recently, it was like, "All right, I guess we'll go to the beach." And they'll like yeah. get the lead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like the idea of like four people like not getting picked, and then like, "All right, I'm going to Portland. I'm going to hang out in Portland." Yeah, that is. Do you think good. they sent them all home since they didn't want to like no. pay for them to be quarantined anymore? I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty sure they're quarantined. They probably just couldn't uh, leave. Maybe there's a protocol thing. I don't know. Yeah, because they kept switching them out. No, yeah. wait the contestants but like, how are they maybe they asked them you think like do you want to go home or do you want to be possibly picked in the to come come back on the show i just wonder how they decided on those three because they weren't the last three eliminated were they um no, they, they were. were they were yeah they were i think yeah. so okay that, that's yeah. probably why i guess yeah i think so i and i think they it, it there might have been more people still around but you know when you get to the actual last scene of the episode typically that's where they kind of bring everyone back and i think it was just those people along with yeah. the mm-hmm. top chef alum so that's interesting yeah might have just been them that were hanging around so they got to pick who they wanted to work with and let's you know then they got to break out in their groups and really talk about what their goals were and what they wanted to do. Let's uh let's listen to Dawn's goal. This menu tomorrow. Okay. My goal is to make sure that my plates are finished. So I'll just stare at it. Bet you forgot that. <laughs> oh, good, Dawn. Yeah, in the finale your goal is to make sure your your food is plated. Oh, that's a good goal. I think uh, it's a smart yeah. goal. I think you yeah. need two goals. 
make sure the food gets on the plate and make sure people eat the food. That's and maybe it. They also like it. And I think if you stick with, I mean, if we get to it later, Shota's like, I want to keep it simple. And I think that might've been his goals too. It's just like, I want to make sure that there's, when the judges get the plate, there's some food on top of it and they are yeah. able to then eat the food. What happens yeah. after that? I am not in control of. But I think at one point in time, I can. <laughs> at one do. point in time, Byron says, "Thank you for keeping it so simple." <laughs> he does. Even, even like uh, when they, oh, when they pretended to trick them, which like we knew that wasn't going to be a thing. When like all the <laughs> like judges were there at their home, yeah. and they're like, mm-hmm. "You got to cook for us." There's a scene when like Nina is telling Dawn to like keep it simple, and she almost kind of like, "Yeah, I know what I'm doing." Like she kind of like yeah. she kind of like. Yeah. Uh, responds like not like yeah thank you so much it's more like yeah, yeah i know i got it and no she didn't. no you don't <laughs> you don't so why don't you listen up more don okay yeah i think it's also they they, they get more into the specifics of it in this episode but it, it's it's i guess she does have some trouble with timing but i think ultimately it's editing she just wants to do too many things she wants to show off so many things and i think she yeah. she doesn't want to if she has an idea, I think sometimes she has trouble being like, I'm not going to do this because it's going to slow me down or it's too much. Just, you know, focusing on one thing. She wants to do all the things and show them all the things that she can do. And I think it's just a like a bad comedy writer. Yeah. Yeah. Hat on a hat. Too many things. You gotta, you gotta cut some of these jokes. Yeah. Yeah. But she's clearly like great. Like the, we'll get into it, but like the, the thing that she cooked that was like the, the black eyed peas and that looked fucking delicious. Looked great. Yeah. So I don't know why the finale they give him a house for some reason. I don't know why they couldn't stay at the hotel they were at the entire time. But because they travel, they, they always travel for the yeah, for the finale. They, yeah, they traveled so far. They're still in Portland. Did they you went, notice yeah. when they got into the house? They go into they're like the first room they go into. Gabe goes, Shoda, this is your room, and they cut to like a massive teddy bear in the corner. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what's the joke? <laughs> I don't get like, what's the, are they like, he likes teddy bears or I don't because get what showed the, is short. Maybe. I don't know. Is that <laughs> what the joke is? Like, look at this huge teddy bear <laughs> that towers over you. There's been nothing before this that would lead to us being like, Oh, we get the, we're in on this joke. Like it clearly was some kind of joke between them. Why yeah. show that? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. I want to understand the joke. I don't like feeling stupid. <laughs> How big do you think that that bear was bigger than the bed, right? It was like yes. huge. It was a huge yeah, teddy it was bear. Huge. It would have scared me to sleep in a room where the teddy bear is that big because I think it's going to come to life. Yeah. Oh, there's a good chance there's somebody in that bear. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I, could, I wouldn't do that. Honestly, then I wake up and it's like, I wake up in the morning and the guts are cut out and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's the person coming out of it. Yeah. I give you yeah. like, <laughs> probably like if I'm being honest, like a 70% chance that someone is inside that bear and they will probably try and get out and murder you. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah. I'd even go, I'd go 75%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to say it, but it's probably in the eighties to be honest. Yeah. I'm going 98 and yeah. I'm going to say You're going 90. Well. Yeah, I'm going 98% chance. If I walk into a room and there's a gigantic teddy bear for no reason, even if if someone says, oh, it's just for you know aesthetic reasons, I'm going and grabbing a big butcher knife and saying, well, we're going to test this out, see if mm-hmm. this is just for aesthetic reasons, or is there someone hiding here trying to get me later? 
because they're going to be come unstuck first. So, and that's smart. I think whenever you go anywhere, if something looks like it could hold a person in it, go ahead and stab it <laughs> a bunch just to make sure there's not a person in it. Because I'm going to go on record saying there's like a ugh, like a 91 percent chance. That if something in that room is big enough to hold a person, there's a person inside there's of there. A person inside. And they're waiting for you to go to sleep. And they're going to come out. And they might not kill you. They might not do anything to you. But they are in there. And they're going to come out when you go to sleep. Yeah. Well, I, this is a little bit. I, I brought <laughs> you telling me that you went to a mall <laughs> Specifically to like a build a bear, and you're like, I gotta make sure that these are all legit bears. And then you just like pulled out a knife that had been in your pocket. You started just stabbing all the bears. You're like, this one's good, this one's good, this one's good. And then you kind of moved into, I mean, you got to the point where you were into kind of like the Sabaros that was next door. <laughs> and you were kind of stabbing at the pizzas and then eating them and kind of knocking things around, stabbing like the the canisters that had all the like um, napkins in them and stuff like that. And then at a certain point, you couldn't get it off. So it was almost like a shish kebab, um, which I mean, like you're doing a service definitely for people. But yeah. I just think that it maybe it was a little much. People got mad at me when I told them I was making sure the pizza wasn't full of a person or poisonous, but (laughs) I was doing a service. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I was like 92% sure that one of those pizzas (laughs) was going to have a person in it. And on that day, I was wrong. But tomorrow, who knows? Who knows? They were Mm -hmm. large pizzas too, so it's not your fault. (laughs) Yeah, they were big pizzas. If it was a small pizza, uh, duh, obviously not a person inside there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I like this episode. They were told that they could go. In. They didn't give them a money limit, too. They're just like, go where Portland is your store. Go wherever you want to. Yeah. And the first place they go is to, is Whole Foods in their BMW X series. <laughs> X6 series. X6. Whatever. Tom gets that. He's like, take your BMW X series. And they go to the Whole Foods. <laughs> the first I wish I had taken the clip of that because Tom delivers that just so perfectly. Yeah. It was yeah. so smooth. It sounded like it was just natural conversation he was having. Yeah. He said, hey, go shopping in your BMW X series. Yeah. His read was a man who is so over this shit and did not want to be <laughs> there anymore. <laughs> I feel like this entire season, he has given off vibes of like a man that's just like one foot out the door who doesn't want to be there is just so over it. Um. He also is wearing a lot of hats. He has a hat on this one, too. Mm-hmm. Ed Lee had the hat winner for me. <laughs> uh, his hat was mm-hmm. wild. His yeah. hat looked like like a fisherman's hat, sort of. Like it had like bait hanging off of it, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it was a little big. I would say that. I feel like it might. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that I don't know a lot about fashion. Maybe that's a cool thing to wear. But it seems like one of those things that, you know, in a year, we'll look back and be like, what? Was that a thing? And then be like, oh, no, it wasn't a thing. It was just something Ed wore. Um, so, yeah. So they're cooking and Maria is back in the kitchen. So, of course, she's going to say something. So let's listen to what she says. And then I braise it overnight. Crazy, right? Just a classic Japanese dish. You are a classic Japanese dish. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. Can you? 
I mean, she did. She did. And she'll say it again, probably. Maybe Look. that's another thing that was an inside joke that we were in on. That we, <laughs> like, we missed. Yeah. She also said to, like, when Gabe was like, uh, maybe it was the point that they were, um, he was letting her try the dessert or something like that. Oh, no, no, no. They were going through what, what he was going to do. And she goes, they're going to shit their pants. And I thought, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh no, that's Gabe. That's not what you want to do. Is make those people <laughs> shit their pants? They're wearing nice clothes. Yeah, that's the last thing they want to happen is to shit their pants when they're eating a nice meal that they're supposed to be judging. Where I come from, calling someone a dish is a compliment. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like calling someone a and snack where from or a treat. Where? What? What? Where are you from again? <laughs> oh, I grew up in a diner. <laughs> that's right you were the diner kid yeah, I was known as the diner kid I went to school there too mm-hmm. <laughs> alright in other discussion uh, <laughs> as someone who ate over a hundred churros at a wedding once mm-hmm. I just want to say Gabe's dessert looks good just by looking and pull it all together mm-hmm. but is this, it wasn't a churro it was a my alarm for taking pills is going I off. I know it wasn't a churro. It was a squash covered in I know. sugar. <laughs> I know. I'm saying it just looked good just watching him put it together. It looked good. It did look very On tasty. Its, the, the sum of its parts looked good. Here's a question And this is, again, coming from someone who ate over 100 churros at a wedding at one point in time in his life. It was Which wedding was that? Uh, I don't know. It was a wedding in uh, Mexico. It was too long. My wedding right before COVID it was impressive, and it was people a looked at me weird. That happened. The, the servers kept looking at me confused. like, "Why is this? Is he actually part of the wedding? Or is he just here getting free germs?" <laughs> You're doing like both. Really. He's like, he's not even like going away. He like keeps coming up here, grabbing three. And now he's just like sitting here at the table. <laughs> He like pulled up a chair. Well, yeah, you pulled up a chair like, to the table, and you're just like, "This is where I sit now." He's yeah. just eating at the table, which man. it was like one this of those so like awkward open kind of buffet churro situations where there's a lot of churros, yeah. a lot of dipping sauce, and Jamal just pulled up with kind of a fork and a knife and a big bib, and he just started going to town. Yeah, kind of made it so it wasn't really welcoming for anyone else. <laughs> um, and if you kind and of that wasn't to because close, I was. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of and that wasn't because I was like greeting people as they came up and it wasn't welcoming. I was just, my presence was very formidable. Mm-hmm. That's how I was hogging the, the fresh, hot, piping hot churros that got put out in front of me. And then at one point in time, one of the people who worked at the restaurant went up to Ginny and like pointed at me and was clearly talking about me <laughs> sitting there. And I just like gave like a wave back, which I knew I had like cinnamon sugar on my lips as I waved back. <laughs> But it was dark. She probably couldn't see that. But Ginny like gave a wave back saying, like, oh, no, he's fine. He's harmless. <laughs> I didn't know that happened. Uh, <laughs> I'm just glad you had a good time and you got to eat all the churros you wanted, man. And she That's said you were saying. harmless. But I mean, like to that to that population of churros, you were fucking Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. You stored through an entire <laughs> town of churros. That really was. Wreaked Ooh, havoc was... on them. Cleared out like uh, a family trees worth of churros. <laughs> Generations, <laughs> Generations are gone. <laughs> um, 
Dawn is waiting to bake and proof her bread. And as someone who's baked bread and homemade pizza dough, it sounds like a bad idea when she says she was going to wait. And it was because mm-hmm. um, it put her behind. Um, the next day, though, uh, when they go home, Dale makes his funny joke when they walk in. Let's all listen. Smell something. Oh, shoot. Hi, Chef's please. All the all-stars here. What in the world is happening? Couldn't make it that easy, right? You three have to choose one of us to cook against, and the loser will be going home. Psych! (laughs) (laughs) I was like, later! (laughs) And that's a good bit. And here's what I know for certain. Dale pitched that bit to everyone that was there. They said, that sucks, we're not going to do that. And then he did it (laughs) and was very, very proud of himself. (laughs) That might have actually been good to watch, honestly, because this episode kind of sucked. (laughs) Like, if that had been something that really happened, I'd be like, cool, that looks great. I would love that that to happen. I... As much as Dale thought that was convincing that they were, uh, they they thought they would have actually had to have done that. He made one key error. He said the loser has to go home, and that's not what Top Chef does. The loser has to pack their knives mm. <laughs> and go and yeah. go. It's very different to go home. They were like, no one goes home. I have to pack my knives and go. Yeah. <sighs> He couldn't even say that right. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> I wonder what grade Tom would give him yeah. for bits. Yeah. If we're getting Fs. That doesn't work at really all. Really down there. But and let's could... play it out. Who do you pick to cook against? Out of that I'm group. I'm picking Dale. <laughs> they all <laughs> three pick Dale. Yeah, yeah. Dale. Yeah. Everyone picks Dale and he's like, no, wait a minute. It can't work no, that way. No, I got, that I means I got to cook three times. Three times. I can't do that. <laughs> Put all the pressure back on him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the next day after that shenanigans of getting food actually cooked for them at home, uh, they wake up and can't believe it. Dawn's behind schedule. Um, I do want to go back and say that when um, Don was being spoken to by uh, one of the all-stars, you can see Jamie in the background saying, thank you, like mouthing to her, like, thank you for giving her a talking to. She's making too much food. Well, she also slipped her 20 bucks, too. If you caught that, she gave (laughs) her like the underhand, gave her 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. There's one of those new 20s, too, with Harriet Tubman on it. Yeah, they didn't even have those in circulation yet, but she had them. Um, I think uh, the Top Chef uh, crew got those. Special order. This would be the um, season to do it, so that it makes would sense. Be. Mm. <laughs> it would be. Um, when they're back in the kitchen cooking, I love how calm Shoda and Gabe's group is, and then Don is barking orders at Jamie, who's just trying to help. Just trying to do her best. Um, another thing with Shoda, that he so before they left, he like taped off his oven because apparently mm-hmm. he was gonna like keep his. I think it was like the beef tongue in the yeah. oven, yeah. so it like the residual heat. And they took a lot. Oh maybe, my god! I just have a lot of yes. issues with the way these shows yes. are edited. But it was yes. so much time showing him tape it and like him mm-hmm. talking about. It. He's like, I don't know if this is gonna work. Blah blah blah. And I was like, Oh well, this will pay off. It doesn't pay off. He gets no. back. He tries it. And he's like, oh, it's great. And I was like, oh, I don't give a shit. I didn't need to see that. There's way more interesting things happening in this episode. Yeah. Why did you show me that? There's a tease. This, 
this was like this was like Mad Men. <laughs> like watching Mad Men, you're like, oh, this is when this is when he's gonna kill him or something, and then nothing ever happens. Yeah. <laughs> so Fucking this is what happened. Yeah, they they're like we gotta tape this thing. They show it. They show it, and like, oh, great. This is someone's some like. Janitor's gonna come out and be like, what the "Fuck's all this tape and take it all off <laughs> yeah. and open it and cut the oven off." But no, it was fine. Yeah, nothing happened. I would love for a janitor to come in and be like, "What's all this tape that says do not touch?" I'm gonna throw this out. <laughs> yeah, Tom. To I'd be it. pissed. I'd be like, "What the fuck?" And they left the oven on and take it all yeah. off. <laughs> so let's listen to this clip, and it speaks for itself. Yes. Thank you. Ooh. Holy moly. Gorgeous. This is beautiful. You got to throw a little gold leaf on there. Oh, wait. You're, miss, you're missing something. Oh. Wow. This is Dawn? Yeah. Dawn's dish. I didn't get the bread or the chicharron. Dawn, no. I don't have it either. No, Sherry. Yeah. I'll put the bread okay, in you. Cool. You're missing too. Yeah. Oh, we missed two plates. Hello, chef. Um, so I just want to say that's the end for you, Don. You're in the finale and you didn't finish plating. So this is now a two person competition. So good job. Hope it was worth it. Hope all the chances you were given all the previous episodes, all the breaks you were given more than any other top chef contestant. I hope it was worth it. Yeah. And you know what? Like she's gotten quite a talking to from everyone, including, you know, the previous top chef contestants on like not plating on time and stuff like that. And she admits to it when she when she comes out and they ask her to explain the dish. She says, like, you may have not gotten, you know, whatever this last piece was. And it cuts to Padma and she just goes, okay. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the worst of all of the things that she's gotten because it was just there was so much disappointment and just like she was just so over it. She was like, yeah, yeah, is this you did it again. Okay. Great. Padma feels like me. You're out of this competition. Yeah. I would love to hear them, like, who out of the three main judges have been, like, really pulling for Dawn to have the moment to them all turn to that person and be like, see what you did? You see what you did? We've been been telling you this whole time. Yeah, you're the reason that we keep voting her through, and she's still doing it. Mm -hmm. She did this week one. Yeah. Well, we know it's not Dale. (laughs) <laughs> we uh yeah and then melissa was like oh no this <laughs> is so nice she's such yeah. a nice person she was pulling for her and she's just in the nicest way just no <laughs> shoda's getting dinged on his rice dish mm-hmm. which is uh, made me go risotto it was definitely a risotto um he had crunchy rice and then he also got Red for serving like staff meal looking food, yeah. Um, which I wouldn't have thought of until they said that, and I was like, oh yeah, that looks like something I'm, like I would make. Like it looks plated like how I plate something. Just like mm-hmm. here's all the food. I bet it tasted great though. Yeah, yeah. I bet the flavors you were eat there. with your eyes. You we eat with our eyes, right? That's what they say. Plating is a big eyes. part of it, especially with like the refined, you know, fine dining piece of it, and like it. it all this stuff I'm sure was amazing, but like it did look like he put huge, just messy scoops of rice just on the plate, which mm-hmm. maybe that's like how it's intended to be served. Like that's what he was going for. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 these finales, which is part of the reason why I picked Gabe early on, 
is like they really they they like that refined like fancy pantsy dining style plating mm-hmm. and um appearance of the food along with being able to like tell a story and be your background and that kind of stuff. So if you're missing that piece of it, I feel like Thomas just kind of like, nah, not for me. Yeah. Like Gabe's beef dish um, with the mole. Let me see what it was. It's a short rib with chichiole negro mole, mm-hmm. mushrooms and pickled uh, mushrooms, whatever, pickled persimmons. Burnt, burnt mushrooms. Yeah. Um, I thought it, that looked great even on the plate. And I was like, I only know what one of these things is, but I want to eat all this. I only know what mole is. If you go to like a, like a crappy Tex-Mex place and you get like enchiladas with like mole sauce, it's it's that dark brown sauce. This dog is making noises next to me. Oh, no. Um, and that's great. That's really good. Should we pause this? Should I wait a second? No, <laughs> no. Your keep going. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> this is uh, Carrie's dad's dog. He's he's very old. Oh. Um, this is very hot now. His name's Rexy. He's a good oh. boy. He's blind and deaf. Uh, and he makes that noise. And now he's he's panting. It's hot. He needs to go on a ski trip. Um, <laughs> but to, and that tastes that, is that tastes really good. It's like great, that right? kind of like crappy mole tastes amazing. I, I can only imagine how good that tastes. And I and I was like, oh, I, what if I just try to make that? And then he's like, there's 20 ingredients in it. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna try to make that. Yeah. The simplest, to your point, like the simplest mole has like 20 ingredients. It's like, because my, yeah. my wife loves it. And I was like, I'm going to start cooking it. And I was like, this is so hard. It takes, there's so <laughs> many ingredients. It takes so long for, so, I mean, it makes sense. It's amazing. But yeah. And it, to your point, like it, like something that has like, you know, that much work put into it. I can't imagine how great that is as compared yeah. to even like mm-hmm. the low level stuff is great. Yep. And I'm glad we have that on record now. Reeves was going to make mole for his wife, but it was too hard, so he gave up very quickly. <laughs> and that's on audio now. It's recorded. Forever. I can't get away from it. <clears throat> now I got to do it. Uh, let's just jump to the end judge's table. Um, I don't know why, but Tom is wearing a suit. Finally, at judge's table, he looks uh, refined. Um Dawn is happy after judge's table. And I don't know why you're not winning. Mm-hmm. Like you, you served a dish that was incomplete. Like, um, Shota and Gabe have a moment where they say, we made it hard for them. And Dawn goes, yeah, we did. And I'm like, they're talking about each other. Yeah. <laughs> talking about you. <laughs> they're literally talking to each other. Like we made it hard for them. And Dawn's like, yeah, we did. Yeah. No, Dawn. No, you were just there when they, they said made that. it, hard. and it also yeah. is not true because it's very clear this entire episode that Gabe is the one that's going to win. <laughs> yeah, like they not, try and they make it so it's like, oh, like when they get to the judges' table, it's like, oh, this person won this round or whatever. But it is so clear that it's going to be Gabe from like dish one that you're like, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no. Let's hear the here. finale. Gabe, you are top chef. I'm, I'm a little mind blown that I want a quarter million dollars right now, to be honest. <laughs> I'm very inspired right now. I'm, I'm so inspired by learning from the fellow chefs that were here, learning about myself, and learning from the judges about what I can do to be a better chef. One of the biggest things that has really warmed my heart is knowing that I am the first. Mexican Top Chef. 
I'm happy to be representing my culture, my cooking, and also a group of people that really operate the kitchens across the U.S. Congratulations. I think I needed Top Chef. Quiet, Shoda. Um, <laughs> congrats, Gabe, on winning. Um, let's, I guess, transition to, uh, you know, what does this mean for the fantasy standings, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go take a look at that real fast. Should take a there look. is a bit of drama because when I just do the standings as they are, mm-hmm. um, says advancing... Um, getting to judge's table. I mean, this technically is getting to judge's table, right? Everyone makes that. Mm-hmm. Um, at, mm. What? Everyone's at judge's table at the end. In this episode. Yeah, technically. I don't know why you're making sounds. <laughs> 35 points. Shut up. Because I'm the only Shut impartial up. person in this. <laughs> no, you're Uh-oh. not. So look, <laughs> I, realize, I realize the points here. In the beginning... I just looked at who won Top Chef, and it was Gabe. So I put in five. Um, and then I also uh, realized then that I was losing. Still. With the fact that uh, I put in the fact that you guys made it to judges' table. Um, oh, and I had you, two contestants. And you had two in. contestants. <laughs> and, then, and then I had to put in the fact that, uh, wait a minute. Um, you get five points just for reaching the finals, and I did not know that. So then I put that in, and because of that, and because of that alone, Reeves, I'm winning by two points. Okay, that feels justified. I feel like whoever had the person who ends up winning should probably win this thing, right? And Gabe, yeah, it makes sense. And Gabe has the highest point total of everyone on the show. That proves so it. should win. Uh, you know so what? We should win. We should take this to freaking Vegas, man. Because we we basically, we predicted it. And to be honest, I mean, I know I'm not getting points to this, but I did on record say that I thought Gabe was going to win from almost the you beginning. You did. You did. Um, but also our algorithm proved that he should yeah. win and did win. So And did win. Surely we should be compensated for that. And so. our algorithm proved that um, if Dawn wasn't given so many chances, she should have been eliminated instead of Jamie. Because at the time, Jamie had more points. I don't want to get into it, but you know, Jamie could have been in the finals, man. Is that a better final? I think so. Because Jamie, does, I'm trying to think about it. Because like, Here's I, what I'm, I, does Jamie have a better chance than even Shoda of beating Gabe? I think so. Here's why. Jamie went out swinging for the fences, trying to do something that everyone knows you can't do. She was trying to work with the fish and the cheese. Yes, it was a gross dish, but she finished all her plates. And I, as we've discussed, I don't understand how in a cooking competition with chefs, you advance someone who not the first time, but for the third time in the show, has not finished plating food over someone who has not at all shown that, has not shown that problem and has come back from Last Chance Kitchen and has won since coming back from Last Chance Kitchen. It must have been so. a really bad fish dish. <laughs> it must have been. It must have been really bad. It must have been. It probably yeah. sucked. It, it it probably should have been her. <laughs> I also think about like, I guess like, I don't know. We were really high on Sarah, but then she got knocked yeah. out in the last chance. And I'm like, would Sarah have been more competitive in the oh. finale too? Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. think so. I think. I don't know if she would have beaten Gabe, but I think she would have been more competitive. I just, 
Yeah. Don't gone. think they wanted someone to come back from Last Chance Kitchen because it makes no sense to get someone to come back that they'd have to beat the active contestants to actually come back. I hate that shit. They did that last season and Kevin did it like he won. Uh, but he's like one of the best people that's ever been on Top Chef. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. It also, I don't like that people come back twice. I don't like it that it's yeah. like you have one person come back in the middle and then you do it again and someone could potentially come back at the, just do one. Yeah. Do one. Just do one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Gabe won. He has 45 points. It's, an, it's literally half of my team's points. Um, he more than made up for the fact that Roscoe went out week one. Um <laughs> And I won, and my team name is called Hall of Fame, Mm -hmm. and I picked it accurately. I just do want to point out, let's take a second and pat ourselves on the back, me and Reeves, because, again, just from looking at and reading some very, like, quick bios, me and Reeves are able to pick winners. We're able to see winning qualities and just what people look like. We don't have to talk to them. We don't have to hear them. We don't need to interact with them. We can just spot it like we're, like, looking in the matrix whereas brian has a hard time <laughs> yeah judging people in the way that we judging just people. Judge people yeah i i agree i would also i'd be interested to see what our first round draft picks i are. wish people could see brian's face <laughs> i don't remember who my first round draft pick was i, think I took Shota first i do it was Brittany anderson no was she it? wasn't first round. no it was pescuzzi it was pescuzzi which okay. I, was. I I stand by that pick. That's a good, I think that's that a good should pick. Should have been a good pick. That's a good pick. But I think he so he talked himself out of the show. <laughs> no. Here, so look here. Here's why I did so bad, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'll and I'll and I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. I ended up being having second pick in a mm-hmm. three person snake draft. Yeah. Which meant that Jamal mm-hmm. got first pick. I got one pick. Reeves got two picks. I got one pick. Jamal got two picks. I got one pick. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was always behind. No, it was always even. No, it seems like it should have been even, but it was When Reeves got two picks, you came back and you got your second pick. That's even. Yeah. And then it went to me to have my third, my second pick, and then my third pick, and then when it came back to you, you had your third pick. It's but even. But I feel like, no, it was even as far as like picks, but I feel like all the good people were gone. But <laughs> I should have picked better. I'm So I know Jamal took Jamie first. I, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure I took Shoda and Abishar first. Who did you take? I, I think Pescuzzi. I took Sarah last. Pescuzzi, well. that's right, that's right. Oof, we're at the point in the podcast where I'm forgetting things that were said like two minutes ago. Um, those are all good picks. I think our first round yeah. draft picks make sense. My first round draft pick lasted until week 12. Who was yeah. my second pick? That's all I'm going to say. My, my, my first pick lasted to week 12. Pretty good. I think Kiki was your second pick and you did that, that for, okay. for right. racial yep. reasons. Wow. I, I got completely reasons. I got completely boned on the Kiki pick. <laughs> we all because Kiki was in, be in the edit it's it's like, oh, I'm one of the top like fifteen like black chefs changing food in America, blah blah blah. And then she came in the show and she sucked. <laughs> she did a lot of undercooking chicken. Yeah. She well, she had a lot of clips in the the yeah. preview thing so it seemed like mm-hmm. oh and the way that they they edited it it did seem like oh she's gonna be a big player or at least get far in the competition maybe mm-hmm. but she was like what the second or third person out yeah yeah 
Yeah, that was a hard one. Completely boned. I almost traded one of my players. I think I almost traded Maria for Kiki to you because I was still convinced she was going to do well. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen. Oh, wait. Here are the rankings. I found them. Okay. This episode's getting long, but it's the finale, baby. We're we're doing it. Yeah, we can yeah feel free to uh, tune out and just give us that review. <laughs> yeah, just while we're talking and doing this, just give us five stars. My number one pick. <laughs> All right, here are the top. So funny. Here are the top four picks. And I'll go in ranking from, from from four to one. Four Kiki, three Abishar, two Pescuzzi, one Chris. Uh, my i had sarah at 15 Brittany at 14 roscoe at 13 not terrible other than sarah sasha at 12 not bad gabe at 11 horrible don at 10 horrible maria at 9 joe at 8 byron at 7 pretty close jamie at 6 pretty close nelson at 5 very bad it's not too bad i think you just there was no information on chris's ability to cook's pasta in any of the bios or anything like that, no, that we had. Wasn't. so we didn't know his that he was going to keep doing it too. Yeah, and chris he's doing chris floated at. me a point eight free points because he made it to week eight when he shouldn't have and uh i just want to say Byron uh nelson gave you five weeks and all he did was advance an episode mm. yeah no he sucked too <laughs> that's um, all he did well, that's the end of Top Chef and uh, Fantasy. Like Reeves mentioned earlier, we're not going to do Top Chef Amateurs because it looks bad. If um, it was in the format of actual Top Chef, I would totally be 100% on board yes, with watch. That would be yes, the fucking yes. funniest mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. in the world, especially if they sucked at cooking. I would love that. It's not that it's like chopped and it doesn't seem fun, so we're not going to watch it. Nope. Nope. We're going no, back like to season chopped. three, I think. Yeah, makes sense. Yep, and um, there probably won't be guests. Um, yeah, maybe a couple, but not. There might like be a we couple, but if you th- if you thought, man, they're really blowing their load on their guests this season, we did, and yep. we can't ask them again. <laughs> so it's just going to be us, and we're going to really, you know, make you love us. Mm-hmm. You're going to fall back in love with us, which we can't do with each other because yeah. Tom said that we can't. Yes, important. And the other rule is that we can't say Tom's name funny. Mm-hmm. And then the first rule was make up food. Yeah, we can't make up food that doesn't exist. Yes. Can't call him Mott. Can't fall in love. Do. Can't mess up his name. And we cannot make up food that doesn't exist. Those are yeah. three rules to live by, not just on this podcast, but in your real lives, people. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's canon. And please go back and listen to our other episodes so you understand our <laughs> yeah. jokes. Okay. Yeah, the audio is weird, but they're good episodes. <laughs> and if you do get those jokes from uh, the previous episodes and you've been listening this long, congratulations and condolences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess until uh, next time. This is kind of a petering out of this. Episode. <laughs> it really is. It really we is. We could probably cut about 15 minutes of this, but yeah. 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 You know, it's the end of the season. We're moving on. Yeah. So uh, until we see you for the next season, which isn't season 19, it's going to be season three. And we're going to redo it all over again. Uh, Until then, everyone, do it with us now. Pack your knives. Go home. Oh, wait, I did it wrong. (laughs) Pack your knives.